Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. A couple of weeks ago, I get a note from the Wonger, Mr. Wong, and yep. we're going to meet with the Rose. The Wongs and the Rose and the Ricey's are going to go to Rudolph's Barbecue. Woo-hoo. We're going to go hit Rudolph's, and then uh, something came up, and uh, the, one of the parties couldn't make it, so we put it off. Guess what? Supposed to do it tonight? Rudolph's says closed. Oh. Rudolph's Barbecue, after 43 years, has closed. Uh, and apparently they're already closed. Uh, Rudolph's Barbecue has been Franklin and Lindale for 43 years. The rumors are true. We have decided to close our doors as of yesterday. Why wow. didn't they give people a week notice? At least say, hey, anybody the from heck? the former golf show, if you guys want to come over and <laughs> hang out. Thank you for 43 wonderful years. Pepito, we lost Pepito's uh, this summer, uh, or, I mean, a few months ago. And now this, this is hard to take. Now, uh, I I got to admit, I haven't eaten in Rudolph's that much in recent years. It used, here, to be, maybe that's used, the problem. used to be regulars, though. They've always had the parking problem, right? You know, they're yes. on Lindale and yep. Franklin. You gotta, yep. There's a lot across the way, right. but uh, not in a lot of spots. And yeah. You used to be able to park in a bus stop, but you can't do that anymore. They, they'll tell <laughs> the you. The meter maids are there. But they had a very distinctive rib. And, of course, they had the the onion rings that looked like hubcaps and yeah. uh, the big old onion rings and a, a fantastic place. And uh, I, I feel bad. Now, the owner, the original owner was Jimmy Theris, uh, a good Greek. St. Clair Broiler. A, a good Greek. Uh, was he St. Clair Broiler? Well, he was... Jimmy T H E R O S. Yeah, Jim, yeah, Theros. Jimmy Theros. He owned in in downtown Minneapolis. He owned Jimmy's Lemon Tree, which was kind of a breakfast joint on Hannapin. Okay, I had not right off Hannapin. All right, and then he opened Rudolph's. After that, he opened Rudolph's. But Jimmy's Lemon Tree, we used to when I was a copy boy, and then later on, when I you know when I was in St. Paul, right, we. Come sometimes go over there. We've closed down Luigi's. Go over to Jimmy's Lemon Tree to have breakfast with uh, and all the bookies and the hookers and the nurses. Everybody just blended and the in. cops all all uh, <laughs> all uh, had breakfast at Jimmy's place. Jimmy's Food Lemon, you to all Lemon Tree. Yes, together. and uh, you know you'd 
you'd go there and you'd you'd make it from Luigi's to downtown and right. you'd, hell you'd park on Hennepin Avenue, you know, at two in the morning. It's in the way late, yeah. Two in the morning, nobody, you know, you could park anywhere you want to. And we'd all sit in there and BS with the gamblers and the and but the the great Bud Armstrong was a pal with all of because they'd call up and get the scores from Bud when they okay. they'd call the desk and Bud knew all these guys and we'd stop <laughs> over there and have breakfast with these guys you know what oh. the the competition between the two sports staffs was so fierce that we'd drink and eat breakfast together <laughs> right at, and at, spill uh, secrets two o'clock in the morning Trade secrets that was too late anyway because the paper was well there was an afternoon paper but uh it yeah, was already Jimmy, Jimmy Theris was a real character and he started the barbecue and that you know there was not that much barbecue in this town when they started and they put one over in St. Paul on Randolph and Fairview Ra- yes the old yes, well. the old gas station yes and that was that was hot when it first opened well, over there. And man. again, parking was a problem. Yeah, you know, there were four <laughs> spots. I mean, you could still park on Randolph yeah. or, uh, or or James. You couldn't really park on Fairview, but it was. Uh, I remember when that opened up, and it was. I mean, that was a block away from my house, so we wouldn't go there every week. But when we went there, that was that was. Good I don't challenge. know what the maximum number of stores they had. They might have had three in the Twin Cities, and I I think they built. I think they did some. Uh, in other places too, uh, but didn't they have a commercial line too? Didn't they like sell the um, Rudolph's sauce. barbecue oh, yeah, sauce yeah, and the I, Lunds or Byerly's or wherever? Were, I think I still see it in the stores. Yeah, it Rudolph's. Might very well maybe be. they're going to keep doing that. They might as well keep doing that. But yeah, they uh, they just pulled the plug. Boom. Well, I think part of the problem is uh, you know thirty five and unders aren't eating big meat. They like smoke. You know, a certain well, kind of and there's you know, they like like. Uh, pork belly and crap like that and right uh, there's the competition for your uh your dining experience has completely changed you know the, the oh, champs yeah. is the, the champs used to be oh my gosh they have this big blue cheeseburger and everybody yeah. went to champs in yeah. all their locations and then these other restaurants started to pop up That's with these a, this is craft. what amazes me about the schmidt what they're doing at the schmidt's brewery yeah, with yeah. this uh it's gonna open next month it sounds fantastic but Where's the traffic coming from at noontime? There's not that much office people that far down on West 7th. Well, but, okay, but you're also placing the regular lunch crowd with the 3M crowd or the traveler's insurance. Mm-hmm. Half these millennials are working from home because mm-hmm. they're on their computers, so they just either leave the uh, artist loft. or That's really neat, by the way. If you ever get a chance to go through the art crawl, at Schmidt's Brewery. Oh, I didn't even know there was one in they there. They open them up uh, the fall or the spring, and you can go in and see what they're doing. But it's so really is, is the the Great Hall is it's not the old Rathskeller that was too small. So what level is this Great Hall going to be at this with all these restaurants? I think it? that's going to be the one on the 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 main level that's not open. And I haven't been in there yet, so they're, I, they're building I don't know. Right now, and the the newspapers have been reporting mm. on what restaurants are going to be in there, and they, there's going to be a fine dining one in there, too. Well, and it's going to be, you're going to have a, a whole bunch of those restaurants, but up and down West 7th, yes. I mean, uh, the, uh, what is it, the um, the truck stop one right by XL across from Moe's, mm-hmm. uh, the worst brewing company or beer in Worstwood, I haven't been there yeah. yet, but they're just opening up their garage doors as doors, and it's like you're outside. And then in the winter, they close them up so they're fine. So it's really an outdoorsy 
It's not really European. I drove by the uh, strip joint a couple days ago. Too uh, bad to see that closed. Uh, yeah, the that's steak really... joint up there on top of the hill. But, uh, but that talk about a talk about a crowded place. Wow, when they were going well, that that you you had a steak in there. You had to keep your elbows in when you cut the <laughs> when you cut the steak, man. But that, it was good. Award uh, six. Award six is another good one. But uh, the new one that I really like on um, on Payne next to Donald's, the uh, the, the uh, uniform store. Brunson's Pub. Oh, really? Get over to Brunson's Pub, and it's one of those deals where it's these craft burgers and other things too. But it's it's so well, fabulous. Get, uh, I think uh, I think the uh, we ought to we ought to do our shows from when the Schmidt Brewery opens that day, whatever they're calling that place there. That food hall is going to be that's going to be like Boston. You yeah, know? it's going to be like be, Lexington Market. It's going to be fantastic, especially on a summer night. It'll be as festive as can be. Mm-hmm. That I Schmidt Brewery is really I cool. I wish I'd drink a beer, but I just don't do that. So, but anyway, Rudolph, you can uh, enjoy it with Rudolph, uh, Rudolph's closing after forty-three years. That's uh, that's a uh, sad, uh, sad, sad deal. And uh, when it's so quick, very like distinctive that. Uh, barbecue. I, I am shocked. They don't. Why? Why don't they? I, it could be help too. You know, it they could must be. Yeah. You know, a lot of the restaurants right now are, you know, if, if, I'm sure they told their people, hey, we're going to close in a month, and they all went and got jobs someplace else. They, well, that they could probably be, can't even wait on you. But when it's that so abrupt like that, that means at least they kept pushing, 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 hoping that something was going to turn around, and then they finally just had to say, we can't do it. And the 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 pool of employees that you get to draw from right now 18, 19 year old, 20 year old kid does not want to be a busboy. And the competition is uh, the competition for uh, waiters and waitresses is uh, very, very fierce because uh, it's full employment. Is uh, you can tell when there's you can tell when there's full employment when you uh, <laughs> when you go to various places. <laughs> yes. I'll just put it that way. You can tell when full employment is in uh, in case. Well, anyway. and now those those restaurant owners have that dark cloud of $15 an hour minimum wage mm-hmm. and it's a double-edged sword the ones that want it for different reasons and the ones that don't want it for different reasons it could really put a lot of those people out of business because you're going to need to sell a burger for 25 bucks yeah that's not going to work anyway no. rudolph's going uh, done already it's already done you've eaten your last rudolph's barbecue unless you make Unless you make them yourself and put Rudolph's barbecue sauce on. Your trio's going to have to find a new spot. That's, yes, yes. And I, I know who to blame, but I'm not going to mention her name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. Yesterday at three o'clock, yeah. Assuming, assuming that the entire Garage Logic show had been based on the humiliation that you uh, foisted upon this station, rookie, <laughs> with your dancing performance. At the Kelly Ripa show, and apparently the mayor was oblivious and didn't know you'd done it. Hey, they told him about it, from what I understand, and it was like the day you said, I have brain cancer and I'm going to die in five minutes, and Such said, what's, what's coming, coming up, up on the ride? <laughs> it was one of those is, deals. You know, that's a, that's a great analogy. This is, uh, this is, the, perfect this analogy. is the worst thing that's ever happened to us, and uh, the mayor wasn't interested. We huh? need to background. It's, okay. on, it's on the 1500 it's on? ESPN uh, Twitter. 
Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Okay, who took the video, first of all? Uh, the, Is somebody the, in the audience? The people at uh, the Kelly and Ryan show. So okay. he goes out to New York, 25th anniversary yes. uh, for his marriage. Uh, uh-huh. You wuss. What are you trying to make us all look bad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I really, tickets- if you look at my Facebook or Instagram, I'm really going to make yeah. you look bad. He, t- he, he gets tickets to Regis and Kathy Lee. Yeah, or right. whatever the hell, what the hell Whatever it's called right, these right, days. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> proceeds to embarrass us in front of the entire that country. That flaming dork Ryan Seacrest is oh. On oh it God. now, right? Was oh. he there? Uh, he was there, and he was uh, he was very personable. He he went. He talked to people. Yeah. Kelly exactly. was a little. More... I bet he didn't give you a firm handshake. I bet it was pretty. No, soft. but Royce, did you hear what he asked him? He did rubbed you... up against Michelle, though. So I wonder what. Uh, <laughs> you know. Seacrest walked up to rookie and he says, "Wow, who does your hair?" <laughs> <laughs> You, uh, but set the scene because okay, I, I, how I want you, you to. I, I want you to say what what you told me yesterday when the selections were being called. So Gelman gets out there before the show, and we Gel- still got Gelman? Gelman. He's older than me. Gelman is the executive Regis producer. Regis was making fun of Gelman forty years yeah, ago. Yeah, and Gelman, old. you know, when you're a producer, you should try to, you know, let the mm-hmm. let the show host be the star, and you kind of be in the background. Gelman, I think, uh, and I'm not speaking. Yeah. Gelman wants it to be about Gelman as well. Okay. Oh, that, so Gelman's that reminds me huh. of a couple of guys I know. <laughs> Gelman's, <go> nameless. <laughs> Gelman's telling everybody how it's going to be. He said, "Okay, do this, clap when we want, and then we need some dancers." Uh-huh. So, can we get? Can we? Who thinks they can dance in the crowd? And one kid raises his hand. Okay, yep, come up here. Two gals raise their hand. Yep, come up here. And then nobody else is raising their hand. And my wife slowly turned to me as if to say, don't you dare. And I went, <laughs> the hand shot. Basically, that was I've the done. worst thing she could have done. Right? I have kissed your ass for this 25-year anniversary and given you everything you wanted, but this, now, now it's this, about me. This is now, my time to shine. But you don't get on TV. You just get to perform before the show starts? Well, it's a dance-off. Okay. So, no, but, but wait a second. Yesterday, when he described this to me, he said, I looked her in the eye and raised my hand. <laughs> I saw well, her. You weren't exactly dressed like John Travolta. I didn't had expect a damn to... pullover and a t shirt on. But I didn't expect to do it. I yeah, didn't expect and geez, to. Geez, you look like a hillbilly from South St. Paul. Well, Chris went, hey, this guy's going to change our oil when we're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was raining and it was cold in the studio, so I had a little windbreaker on. But yeah, she looked at me and I looked right into her eyes and just went, <laughs> without words. <laughs> yep. And she went, no. This is Gelman. happening. He said, come on down. You and the windbreaker boy. You get down here. So I went so down there. So then when, the, now they... This was they prior to the show. They don't, you, you're, it's freestyle. Anything you want to do, dancing-wise? Or Correct. It, okay. They want to see who can shake it, uh-huh. who's got some moves, who's fun to look at. What okay. was the music? What was the music being I have being no played? idea. <laughs> was it, but it was like an upbeat, like a dance. No, it wasn't. It was really bad music to dance with. It wasn't uh, Drake, was it? You didn't no, do any was, splits, uh, though. You didn't do the splits, from what I could tell. No, but he did kick off the shoes so he could perfect the moonwalk. Is this the music? This is the music. It sounds like something from the 90s, actually. Uh, yeah, it's this, a remix. It's like German. So, yeah. 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 Does Kelly and this guy still pack them in? Is the studio still full? Uh, yes. Ticket, did, you just, did you get tickets ahead of time or what? 
Pat, it was my 25th anniversary. I called ahead for VIP tickets. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. You use your influence. Here. I use my influence. As yes. the producer of a guy, I'm a, the producer of a show from for a guy who's never heard of either of you. Yes. <laughs> that was. But I uh, barely so th- heard of Regis. They bring four people down and they say, "Go ahead and dance." And I was uh, one of the first two out. I didn't make the uh, really the, the cut. Yeah, and I thought I did great because I moonwalked. You were I did this good. deal. I did yeah, all that. right. But the and the then, gals have an advantage. You know, they throw that booty out there. And, and Gelman's a boss. Hey, you, you said you you're can't done. discount his booty. Look at that booty right there. <laughs> Plus he's got the you know what? Hey, you know I what? I was going to do this move too. <laughs> You're it's, morning. it's morning. It's morning. Yeah. So I you know what? Really... Hey, you know what? Lost you booty points. Metafast. Yeah. Metafast cost you booty points. I lost my booty. Hey. So, <laughs> so they who p- wanted to do this? Who wanted to go watch Kelly and Ryan? Your wife? Did she? Watch uh, it? Yes. She uh, she had expressed interest at some point. If we ever go to uh, when we go to New York again, it would be fun to go see the show. And I. Jumped on that. Let's do this. My bride used to watch uh, Regis and Kathy Lee every morning, but that was twenty years ago. This, this I didn't know anybody watched this show anymore. Oh, this they're still pretty popular. They packed them in. There was lines outside in the rain. Wow! So huh. we went through, and then uh, you know went through the motions. It was it was fun, and then uh, we just kind of said, "Now okay, when she, when it. you got back to your seat after being eliminated, a she was happy, and b what'd she tell you?" Um. She's like, oh my gosh. I know what she said. Nothing tonight, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing was is that I had, Gelman then was standing next to me after that. He just happened to be next uh-huh. to me. And I had, now don't give me crap for this. I had a, a ring in my pocket that I was going to, you know, re- uh, I was going to propose after 25 years, yeah. oh you know, that kind God. of stuff. Oh. A ring pop or what? Please tell me. You <laughs> that was just one that. I grabbed out of her drawer. It was one she already had. But Gelman said, we're not going to have time to do that. So I couldn't do that oh, on live TV. Oh, my God. Otherwise, I'd probably be fired here. In, oh, oh, well. Well, it is, it is. So the mayor pulled that what's coming up next. Now, yeah. when we brought this we up yesterday. We spilled our guts. And Reavers <laughs> is saying, he danced. He was in New York. He was on Kelly and Ryan. And, and Joe said, Run your clip, Kiplinger, or whatever the hell the guy, the poet. The poet guy. of if. Yeah, Kiplinger's <laughs> if. The poem. And then we just sat there in disbelief, and I said, Really? I and just nothing? gave you 10 minutes of holy <laughs> grail. I gave you and audio then, mana from heaven. And then he did 90 minutes on how his taxes are too high. <laughs> That's a great analogy, though. When oh, you know, oh, perfect. Yes. When Pat says, "Yeah, I had yeah. my." Uh, when I have pancreatic cancer, I'm going to the great capitals of Europe. What's coming up next on the ride? What's coming up on the ride? What are you doing next on the ride? It is three fifty-seven. What is coming up on the ride? All right. Uh, thank you for uh, imposing into my private life, gentlemen. But uh, we do have to go here. Sports. You should talk. have seen Bruce. Well, you should have stopped and visited Bruce. I was going to Bruce. You were out there, right? Now where? I wasn't. I was. He was in New Jersey, though. I, I was in Manhattan. He wasn't. He doesn't ever go to Kelly. Oh, I don't go into that. Well, I don't want to say what I call New York. I mm-hmm. try to avoid that place as much okay. as possible. All right. You All right. sound re- weary. Are you worn out from this volatile week, Bruce? Oh no, I'm fine. Okay. No, this my, is just normal. Just my natural humble. Friday he just malaise. Watched the rookie video, and he's completely perplexed. <laughs> right. I got that Berlin song running through my head. That's whoever, whoever what it is. Berlin. That I'm not sure that's who that was. But Riding I know on the, the metro. I know the song. Is that the metro? Is that what that song I was? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let
let's give you a clean cutaway. Uh, we will be back with Sports Talk. Right now, we do have Bruce Vail with the Your Money Now report. Comes to us courtesy of Owatonna's own Federated Insurance, and he was picked fifth for the Trivia Dancer Contest, Mr. Bruce Vail. Yeah, but they only had four in there. Yes, yeah, uh, stocks, stocks were lower at the close of trading today, ending the week on a down note. The tech sector once again weighing on the broader market. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 76 points, closing at 25,451. The NASDAQ Composite dropped 114, and the S&P 500 lost 18 points. Shareholders of the Walt Disney Company and 21st Century Fox approved a $71 billion dollar deal between the two companies clearing another hurdle for a deal that will rattle the media and entertainment landscape if the deal goes through disney will acquire fox's storied film and tv studios as well as its stakes in the british pay tv company sky and the hulu video streaming service the cheesecake factory is usually the winner in unhealthy food rankings because of its cheesecakes but this time the company is being called out for its breakfast burrito the center for Science in the Public Interest says the burrito with eggs, cheese, sour cream, and avocado has 2,730 calories and 73 grams of saturated fat. That's the equivalent of eating seven McDonald's sausage McMuffins. But tasty. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, McMuffin, we'll uh, turn you loose for the weekend and talk again on Monday. Thank you, sir. Uh, checking traffic here, uh, this report sponsored by your locally owned Domino's and Northbound 35E. If you're fighting your way into downtown St. Paul, it's 17 minutes between 494 and 94. Westbound 694, 35W over to 100 already at 16 minutes. And westbound 94 between the downtowns, 21 minutes. And from the uh, Fish Lake split up to 101, 18 minutes. Introducing Domino's Hills. <laughs> I forgot to tell you, Michael told us on Twitter, he tweeted at me, it's Blue Monday. That's the name of the tune that was playing in the background of your video. Blue you Monday. Find that. Blue Monday was my dancing demise. <laughs> and again, <laughs> nah, the video is good. posted on the, what, what is the Twitter account? 1500 ESPN okay. Twitter account. It's a front and center. You can't miss it. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. <laughs> Even though the mayor apparently missed it. Yes, he did. <laughs> and if you want to see what I did, go to Instagram, GLRookie13, and plan your 25th wedding anniversary. <laughs> and speaking of uh, Twitter, uh, Royce and I are exchanging photos on oh, Twitter. Those are of, so fantastic. Of our uh, interior decorating plans at the Krabby Coffee Shop. I just sent you four photos, Okay, Patrick. I'll look at them. Okay. Yeah. In fact, do it on the air so we can hear your reaction. <laughs> They're all glorious. Uh, twin starter Kyle Gibson was the story last night in their series opening 2-1 to victory over the Red Sox in Boston. Gibson held baseball's highest scoring team to just four hits and one run over eight innings, striking out seven. Mitch Garver continued his hot streak with a game-winning RBI double in the eighth. Fernando Rodney made things interesting in the ninth, but did earn his 22nd save of the season. I hate to argue with you, but Gibson was not the story. What? Fernando was the story. Anybody, anybody watching? Kenny? I, uh, I saw the eighth. Uh, Sorry, I was in a heated more, battle with the Webster Sox. More exciting than the Douglas County Fair, I'll tell you this. <laughs> Fernando comes in, 
There's uh, he gets two two outs. There's one on. He walks the next two guys. Yeah, he so he's got a one run Classic lead. Eddie. One run lead. It's it, it looked like Eddie walking the plank in Oakland in uh, 2002, and then he goes three and zero. Oh. He's gonna walk in the winning oh run. Yeah. Then he strikes the guy out and shoots yeah. off the arrow, man. And that was the shakiest arrow ever. It was unbelievable. If if the game would have meant a little more, it was really something. But you, they showed the Twins dugout. When he got to three and all, there wasn't one guy in that dugout who thought he wasn't going to give up the lead at right. that time. He yep. was the only guy in the field. They had all urinated themselves. <laughs> yes, right. It was unbelievable. Then he comes back and strikes him out on three pitches. It was it was hysterical. I uh, I unfortunately didn't uh, see the end of the game. I was. Uh... Painting my wife's toenails above my feet <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and watching The Bachelorette. Yeah, I, you I guys got to help me know. out. I'm driving my wife crazy because every time Gibson pitches, I'm I'm uh, at her with. He looks like an actor. Who does he look like? I know he looks like an actor. I've seen all the time. Now I want you guys to really think about it, and we might need help from the listeners. Mm-hmm. There's an actor out there. I don't know his name. He's in a lot of stuff. He usually has kind of a silent power broker role, mm-hmm. but he looks just like Kurt Gibson. Huh. I see most movies. I don't. Kyle. Uh, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, Kyle I'm Gibson. sorry. Yeah. Kurt. Kyle. No, I'm trying to think of who he looks Close, like. Kurt's Close the guy enough. that limped out and hit the yeah. home run against uh, Oakland 30 years ago. Uh, I wish you could just enter a guy's face into an app and say, tell me who he looks <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, Lance Lynn, by the way, will start opposite Red Sox ace left-hander Chris Sale. First pitch yeah. from Fenway's at six. No need to rush home, uh, fellas. There'll be plenty of ball games left <laughs> yes, by the time. Will. No matter how bad traffic is, by the time you get home, there'll be plenty of ball games. Uh, your lineup is Polanco at short, Rosario in left, Dozier at second, Escobar DHing Mitch Garver behind we the plate. We give poor Joe the day off. We did. Uh, Logan Morrison will handle those duties at first base. Idri Iri Adrianza at third, Kepler in center, Gross. In right Speaking field. of interesting finishes to ball games, the double play in Toronto that ended that game uh, on uh, Wednesday. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. Uh, the ball to Morrison, absolute rocket. He goes whoosh like Oof. this, and all of a sudden it's in his glove. The most surprised man in the ballpark. <laughs> Did he have his eyes closed? <laughs> yeah, was, probably. Uh, he might as well have had it. He was. He had a large grin on his face when he looked and saw that the ball was in his glove. News notes from today. The Minnesota Department of Corrections will close the industry building where a Stillwater corrections officer was killed by an inmate last week. One of a number of changes the state's prison system plans to make in the wake of the murder. DOC Commissioner Tom Roy laid out the plan change the day after corrections officer Joseph Gom was buried with full honors. Gom, a 45-year-old veteran officer from Blaine, is the first corrections officer in Minnesota to be killed in the line of duty. Edwin Muhammad Johnson, who is serving a nearly 29-year sentence for second-degree murder, is accused of stabbing and beating Gom to death July 18th in an industry building on the prison now, grounds. Now, Royce, was it you that was telling me that Coles was on to this? Oh, before? yeah, we had reports yes. on. He had two, three reports on KSDP in the last few months. In fact, he, he had. About the security uh, the breaches out there. That they had the disguised voice in the, with a dark silhouette saying, really? this yeah. is good. There, someone will be killed as mm. a result of this. Wow. Because what they're doing is they're taking, if you harm another employee, correctional employee, 
Uh, you used to be put away in solitary for two years. Yes. Two years you were in solitary confinement. They called it the box. You were in there for two years. And now it is, you're in days, there for 90 days, but they're going to sit down and say, Kenny, we want to work with you. And, oh, you're doing better. You might be out in 30 days or oh. 60 days or 90. So these guys are going to work the system saying, this guy that did this allegedly said, one of these security guys is worth 90 days. Wow. To go crunch but, somebody or hit but somebody. The, uh, but Cole said that uh, the the when it was two years, those guys were well behaved, frightened. Yeah. Well, they, they didn't want to. They didn't want to be there because it's twenty three hours, and yeah. you don't get any privileges. Mm-hmm. And now it's open season, and it's because of these euphorians that have said, "Oh, we can revive these guys and reform them." Official searching for Molly Tibbetts, a University of Iowa student who has been missing for a week, say that they continue to follow up on every lead that they receive. Tibbetts' mother spoke saying giving up hope is not an option for her. She described the moment she was told her daughter didn't show up for work. She said there were alarms going off immediately. Something's wrong here because Molly would not do that. Tibbetts was last seen going for a jog in eastern Iowa last Wednesday evening, according to a neighbor. Tibbetts was reportedly staying at her boyfriend's home at the time of the disappearance, helping to watch his dogs while he commuted to a construction job about 100 miles northeast of Dubuque, Iowa. The boyfriend said that a Snapchat photo was received from Tibbetts late Wednesday night after she would have returned to the home from her jog. He is not a suspect. Uh, Authorities are now focusing on her digital footprint, including monitoring her social media accounts and trying to access GPS data from her Fitbit. Hmm. Minnesota Poison Control warns against ingesting campfire colorants. Ooh. There's there's a product official's warns. That crap you throw in your fire to make blue and orange. Oh, no. What are they saying? Don't uh, don't eat those. They're not pop rocks. Oh, okay. I'm not going to. (laughs) There's a product officials warn Minnesotans to use caution with. They're called flame colorants. If used correctly, these packets of crystalline powder turn normal flames various colors. Yeah, I've used them. (laughs) But confusing packaging has led some to open the packets, and instead of throwing them into the fire... And swallowing the contents, causing severe chemical burns, according to the Minnesota On your insides. Oh, my God. Even Gabriel Thomas, my son that will ingest anything, (laughs) knows the difference between Pop Rocks and colored things for the fire. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, Kenny. Yeah. That's your girl Barbara Stanwyck, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Giving the finger? Yeah, and Clark Gable on her left. Yes. In his uh in the fifties sometimes. Looks like the guy way over in the corner looks like Sean Connery, but that can't be I uh, know. I like the guy in the black that. truck the best though in the bottom right hand corner. Yeah. I don't know who the two <laughs> looks guys menacing. I don't know who the two guys on the outside are, but that's Stanwyck and Gable in the middle. Doesn't the guy uh, next to Gable look, look like uh, Sean yes, Connery? Yeah, but I don't yeah. think it is. No, he was a kid in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. I'll take who reads for four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, of course, Carrie Fisher. Who there's yes. a there's a million photos of her circulating. Oh, yeah. That was she her. Sees a camera. That's yeah, what she does. That was her deal. Wait, where yeah. am I looking? You have to go to here? tweets and replies on Kenny's account. Oh, okay. Sir. I'm on his Minneapolis traffic. A okay. quick update on a story we had earlier this week: the case of the kidnapped Saint Cloud crocodile has now been solved. Hmm? The crocodile is actually a 10-foot-long, 160-pound stainless steel sculpture called Crocodile on display in downtown St. Cloud. (laughs) St. Cloud, it went missing sometime last week. 
Uh, the artist, Dale Lewis, discovered it was gone. He offered a $2,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person responsible for the felony. Uh, Lewis said that someone who saw a story about the art heist on the Star Tribune website called him Thursday night with an address where the crocodile could be found. Such's front yard? Five or six blocks away. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun to load that thing up and put, put it in Such's driveway? I know where it is! <laughs> what it. the Sammy hell is this? Is that another fox? <laughs> I know, it's sort of like we put the stuffed fish in the stuffed stuff, the yeah. modern sailfish in Ashburner's car. Oh my goodness. And move the car. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. That's fine. We're getting some responses here for the uh, decoration of the Krabby Coffee Shop. Uh, we got All more beautiful than the last. We got Johnny Cash, and then there's some others. And if you're easily offended, you probably want to avoid them. We've got this. Lemmy from Motorhead. Yeah. Yeah. And, you think, uh, anyone, somebody, you think somebody, anyone easily offended is listening to us? <laughs> somebody tell us who this chick is uh, who's uh, giving the crowd the finger here. Some guy down in the crowd there. But you said the guy's Lemmy, right, from yeah. Motorhead, Kenny? Yeah, yeah, but there's, there's two gal pictures. Oh, there's a gal, too. There's okay. a gal there. A uh, Japanese startup is offering an unusual service for newlyweds to celebrate their love, launching wedding plaques into space. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say dancing in public. <laughs> no, or on the <laughs> Kelly and Ryan show. Whoa. Uh, Warp Space, a firm founded by faculty members from the University of Sabuka, is offering a service that will print titanium plaques with the names of the newlyweds, and load them onto a series of small cubes that each hold a few hundred of the plaques. The cubes will then be released into space by the crew of the International Space Station, and couples will be presented with photos snapped no. by the astronauts. If you ever do this, you are not allowed within 100 yards of the Krabby no, Coffee no, Shop. No. Rookie, why are you on the website what, what right now? What do you accomplish by having this log in space, by the way? You, you get lucky that yeah. night. That's <laughs> yes, what you do. Yeah, and how does she know you actually did it? Well, you got a photo oh, okay. of it in space. That was the last sentence. Yeah. You know, sometimes no. these things are scams because, you know, the guy who bought me the brick yeah. at the Viking Stadium yeah. Yeah. that had 41 donut on it, they did, they, and they rejected it. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because I had the 41, it was for the Viking, the yeah. walk-on, and we had one of the things is, is you know, Patrick, right? You could have a little message on there or something, and mine was 41 to donut. Uh, Rook, you're going to need to pull up uh, Google for this next story so that you can show the photo to Kenny and to Patrick. Before we do that, Patrick, oh. how about Mickey Mouse giving us the finger? <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Dave Johnson just sent me that. That's fantastic. I never, I never knew what my, Mickey would do. He was that kind of guy. He's got a big grin on his face, mm-hmm. too. A six-month-old baby in Japan is already a full-fledged social media celebrity thanks to her impressively large and thick 
head of hair. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> the infant girl known as... Have you seen that Tom Reed baby picture he carries around? <laughs> no, he's got the big hair. No, he's got the big... Oh, he's got the big swim... This is me when I was a year old. <laughs> he's got the giant swimsuit hair. The <laughs> infant girl known as Baby Ch- uh, Chinaco on Instagram has amassed more than 140,000 no. followers on the photo sharing site. Is Thanks that to- real? Yeah, it is real. I verified it from several Several sites. That's not real. Can't be real. <laughs> BS. Can't be real. Uh, the baby's mother, who started the account when the girl was only four months old, said the child is already getting haircuts to thin out her somewhat uh, heavy locks. It the- looks like Bruce Lee in the <laughs> 70s. It's a huge head of hair. A British baby went viral at the age of... You get that some chops on that baby, you'll be able to oh, looks like the kid. <laughs> she does kind of have the Elvis in Vegas look yeah. going. Yeah. You guys are gonna love this one. This I is know, my I favorite story of the you week. Keep saying I, that. I don't. I don't trust. I don't trust Japanese parents. They might do something just to get attention. In fact, this might become a, a future employee <laughs> of the Krabby Coffee Shop. Blew that on her head. A California Department of Motor Vehicles employee is in trouble after a state audit found she was taking three-hour naps at work every single day for four years. (laughs) Wow, nice. The unnamed data operator will reportedly not... Wait, wait, was she a security guard? A California Department of Motor Vehicles employee. Almost a security guard. Mm-hmm. The unnamed data operator will reportedly not be disciplined because the infractions weren't documented properly. She also may have a medical condition that prompted her to oh, sleep sure. at work. The Sacramento Bee reported that the employee's doctor told her told her employer, excuse me, that she could not perform the duties of the job required back in 2016. The DMV responded by transferring her to her current role, but the naps didn't stop. Uh, health issues, blah blah blah. The dozing amounted to 2,200 hours of work time between February of 2014 and December of 2017 and cost the state of California at least $40,000. That's why my taxes are so high. (laughs) Can you listen to this? Uh, According to the Sacramento Bee's website, the employee processed an average of 200 documents a day. While her colleagues were able to get through 560 different yeah. documents at the same rate. There's a clue right there. Uh, uh, we when I was a copy boy at the Star Tribune, they had Jim the Grinder Peterson was the guy's name. Bob Sorensen named him the Grinder because he really wasn't as far as where he was the outdoors guy. But but he the was grinder. Supposed, he was supposed to be the makeup editor downstairs, you know, and, and he would go home. And come back and tell us about movies he watched <laughs> on the clock. <laughs> on the clock. Drive home Fantastic. wherever it was, cook himself a big meal, and tell us about some movie. Fall asleep in front of a movie, then go <laughs> back, grinder. go back into work and what clock he, out. And what do you watch today, Grinder? He was the outdoor guy, and he was supposed to have what they called three field days a year. And Sid would always schedule him in the office. And he every day he'd say, Sid now owes me 314 <laughs> field days. <laughs> who, beauty. Speaking of Sid Pat, who was the guy that he nicknamed the Iron Horse? 
No, that was uh, the gal that worked, uh, one of our gals that worked on the support staff. He called her Cal Ripken Jr. Because she'd show up about two out of five days. <laughs> oh, Cal Ripken Jr. is here today. That was great when he used to have his drive-by shooting. When he was at the top of his game, he'd walk down the hall and have an insult for everybody. All the, all the way down the corridor. But he, he's lost it now. He doesn't have I feel anything. honored to be personally insulted by the man. I, I used to take great offense at it, but now it's. Uh, I've, I've Why? What was your What was your insult? Um, Royce invited all of us over to his house for a Tyson fight. Among uh, two of the guests were Sid. The other one was Doug Grow, who that week or the week before had just written a scathing article about me and the guy I was working with at the time, Bob Yates. I mean, he raked us over the coals. Just think, and then a week later, think, we used to think what you guys did was chancy. <laughs> Yeah, a week later, I'm in Royce's basement with Doug Grove. Watching the fight. And uh, Sid, who just had a mean, everything that came out of his mouth was mean. It was a real inspiration to me, I got to tell you. (laughs) All righty, we better run here, gents. Patrick, uh, we do have a breaking news item that I forgot to relay to you during the sports update, but uh, this just coming across from Major League Baseball trade rumors. It looks as though Eduardo Escobar is on his way to the Arizona Diamondbacks per Ken Rosenthal. So they wanted Esky uh, over Dozier, huh? Apparently. Uh, okay. It looks as though they're getting three minor league baseball players in return, none of which were in Arizona's top ten. Uh, so Eduardo they, uh, Does that help us or hurt the well, Twins? That hurts for this season. Mm-hmm. I think it might hurt long term. Although he'll be, uh, he might be he'll out be a on the free market. Agent you might be able to yeah. sign him again. Okay. But uh, I kind of thought that I, because Escobar can play second, short, and third. Uh, I kind of thought he might uh, have more of a market than Dozier. Dozier, they might be holding out for a. A better prospect for Dozier, too. Probably. And and he also reports that uh, they're getting a lot of interest in Kyle Gibson after his start last night in Who Boston. Who are they going to uh, play at third base? Erie uh, uh, Adrianza was in the lineup know. at third tonight, and Escobar was supposed to be the designated hitter. I don't know. Okay. Heskey's, I don't know. I don't know. Third? No, I think that's who. No, oh, who's okay. on first? Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm really sorry. I was I like, what's I'm doing? really sorry. I, yeah, do I, I, <laughs> what do you got coming on the ride? I bet the big man's coming back. I bet the big man will be back. Oh, good this call. Yep, yep, good call. Uh, we got coming up on the ride. We, well, breaking uh, news. Egan's Everyman is going to be uh, announced. Uh, our candidates for oh, Egan's okay. Everyman. The, uh, you know, this is that new thing where you try to pick out a hot prospect out of training camp. <laughs> All right, 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. Friday version of the ride coming up next.